0: Welcome to the Nopalera Podcast, a place where I share the journey of building my company from the ground up, as well as the stories of others in our community. I am your host, Sandra Velasquez, founder of Nopalera, a culture forward brand that celebrates and elevates culture. Aside from making great products, we are cultural storytellers with a mission to inspire our community to stand in their worth. In this podcast, you will hear a mix of solo and guest episodes around the entrepreneurial realities of building a company. I launched Paleta from my Brooklyn apartment with no outside funding while working three jobs, raising my child in the middle of the pandemic at the age of 44. Thank you for joining me on this journey. I hope it inspires you to live boldly. There are so many things that go into starting a company and building a brand that will last. It can feel overwhelming. Believe me, I'm right there with you. I pretty much feel overwhelmed every single day since the day I launched. I often get questions from fellow founders about things like building an audience, marketing, finding manufacturers, uh, wholesaling, protecting intellectual property, etc. In today's episode, I'm going to list out what I call the six pillars that create building a product-based company that will last. All of these pillars are of course tied together, but I think it's helpful to list them all out. So pillar number one, and this is the foundation. Without pillar number one, the whole house falls apart. So pillar number one is the why, the vision and the mission. Why are you creating this company, this product, this brand? What is the mission of this brand? Who is it serving? What is the vision for you know, its its lifetime? Where is it going? Really sitting down and beginning with the end in mind. Your why should really... Be connected to your customer because without our customers, we have no business. So when I say your why, for example, if I said I wanted to start a company because I want to work for myself, okay, that's great and that's valid, but that is an internal facing feeling. How does that help other people? The why should really be connected to your customer, to the community of people that you are building this product this brand for. And this is the foundation and it, it sounds maybe simple, but I think a lot of people actually don't do this. They don't sit down and actually write it out. When I had the idea for Nova I didn't even know what the products were going to be. I just knew what the mission was. I just knew the why. I knew what the vision was. And I actually didn't decide what the products were gonna be till almost the end, right? Till closer to launch. You know, I sat down and I wrote out what the core values were for this brand that I wanted to create and why it needed to exist. I wrote down what was missing in the world, in the marketplace, and how this brand that I was going to create was going to fill that space. I called it the brown space opportunity because in business you often hear about the white space opportunity, but for me, for my brand, it was really about the brown space opportunity because I saw a lack of high-end products in the marketplace really speaking to and celebrating the Latino consumer. I am that consumer, and I know that there are millions more of us, and so I set up to create something specifically for us. So I wrote down all of the core values of this company that I wanted to build, what we stood for, what we represented. I equate it to almost, you know, starting a religion where you're going to create this like set of guidelines, like this is what we believe. And on the flip side, here's what we don't believe. And here's what you will never hear us say. I think that's also important. That is an important step to do because it will help guide you in all the other decisions that you make, in all of the other pillars that we're going to get to, this is the foundation. If you build a strong foundation, you can build a mansion on top of it. If you don't invest in the foundation, then things will fall apart and you'll feel like you're throwing spaghetti at the wall and trying to figure out like where do you fit in, how do you find customers, et cetera, because you didn't do this foundational work in the first place. And when I say invest, I'm not talking about money necessarily. I'm talking about investing the thought and the time to really sit down and plan this out. You know, you really have to have the ability to look three years into the future, five years into the future. What is it that you're building? How does this end? Are you building a lifestyle company? Are you building a company that you want to sell one day? All of these things you get to decide. It's your company. You get to decide, but you do have to decide. You have to decide because it's going to help set you on the path to move forward. So that's pillar number one. Pillar number two is your sales and channel strategy. And this is very closely linked with pillar number one, which is your why and your vision. And that's because you, again, will get to decide where do you want this product to live? Are you creating a product that you want to sell at the farmer's market? Are you creating a product that you want to sell on Etsy, on Amazon, at Walmart, at Bloomingdale's, at Whole Foods? All of these are different channels. So to say, oh, I want to create a product and then I want to get it into stores... That's not specific. There's lots of different types of stores and different types of people shop in different places and are looking for different solutions to their problems. So really thinking about where you want your product to live, because that is also going to inform pricing, which is the next pillar. So your sales and channel strategy, that's something to really think about. For example, when I wanted to create No Paidera, my vision was I want to create a high-end Latina brand that I wanted to sit on the shelves of premium retailers. And we are, but that's because I did it on purpose. I did it with intention. I did it with forethought and I planned for it to be that way, which means that I made decisions early on to make the product as such. So that's pillar number two. Where do you want your product to to live? Where do you want it to sell? Pillar number three is pricing and margins. This is one of my favorite topics because it's something that is not talked about enough in all industries. We'd always talk about believing in yourself and have a vision and what software do you use and should I advertise? But pricing and margins, if you don't do these correctly out of the gate, it will foil the whole plan. Because if you price your products for where you are now and you don't allow for enough margin to be able to sell wholesale, then it won't be profitable for you. So pricing and margins is really important what I recommend to the students in the CPG class that I used to teach is an app from the App Store called Wholesale Retail Calculator. It is a green app and it has a white dollar sign in the middle. And the reason I like it is because you can type in, you know, let's say your cog, your cost of goods sold, and then you can say what margin you want to take, and then it will tell you what your wholesale price should be. And it will also tell you what the markup is next to the margin, which is really important because. I have found that some people confuse margin and markup and they are not the same thing. So really understanding margins is so important because if you intend to really scale your brand into let's say wholesale, you need to have margins that can withstand that. So that is really important. And your pricing also is something that you set with the intention of where you want your product to live. Some people create brands that they want to launch at Target or at Walmart, specifically, and so the price point has to be in line with those retailers and their customers' comfort price point zones, which is different than if you're saying, I want to create a product and I want to launch it at Sephora. Those price points are different. And we don't set the price based off of just how much it costs us to make something. We set it based off of where we wanted to live. Again, that's back to pillar number two, your sales and channel strategy. So that's something to take into account. In the CPG class that I used to teach, I always advise people to pad their pricing because prices will change. Your ingredient prices will go up, packaging will go up. We all saw this through COVID that some people's prices, including my own, some of my suppliers' prices just went up. So if you didn't allow that room, then it's going to eat into your margins. Pricing and margins, pillar number three. Pillar number four is a team, (laughs) because you cannot do this alone if you want to scale. And I'm going to get into the details of our team at Nopaleta in a future episode. But here, just to say that if you are making your own product, if you are doing your own shipping, if you are answering customer support emails, if you are also the bookkeeper, like you will burn out. You cannot scale that. There is no successful national company or global company that is run by one person. So again, this depends on what kind of company are you building? Are you trying to build a side hustle? Are you trying to build a lifestyle company that just pays your rent and you, you know, maybe have an employee or two? Are you building a company that you want to sell one day? All of these things are decisions that you get to make from the beginning. Sometimes people ask me, like, what are my options? And I'm like, your options are whatever you want. What is it that you want to build? Really think about how do you want this to end? What are you doing in five years? What are you doing in 10 years? Are you still doing what you're doing right now? Really look into the future, your own future, and you get to decide. So a team. You cannot do this alone. You don't need to start by hiring a full team right out of the gate. You can like slowly build. That's what I did. We have three W-2 employees. We have two contractors. It was done over time. So as soon as I started to feel really overwhelmed, like, wow, I cannot do the social media all by myself, that was the first hire that we made, and et cetera, et cetera, right? So we, just, we built it slowly over time. All right, pillar number five is systems and operations. This is a really unsexy topic that no one wants to talk about, but y'all, it is so important. Again, no company functions without some kind of technical backend. So I'm gonna break down into our full tech stack in a future episode. But just to say at the very basic level, you need to have a bookkeeper, (laughs) all right? So whether you're using QuickBooks or whether you're using some kind of other software, I would say that that's the first thing that you should have because there's just so many stories of founders who did not keep good track of their books for like the first year or two, and then they had to pay someone to go back and redo it all. So that can be a real headache. And then there's all sorts of other things like how are you going to keep track of your leads? Are you going to use an ERP? Are you going to use Google Sheets? Are you going to use a communication tool? All of these different things will come into play and I will get into that more in detail in a future episode. But just know that everyone has a different business. So look at your own business and assess like what is it that would make our lives easier? That's what the systems are for. We rely on them so that we don't have to do every little thing manually. Systems and operations pillar number five. Quick like plug here, I would like to recommend a book called Supermaker by Jamie Schmidt. She uh, was a founder of Schmidt's Naturals, which was acquired by Unilever. And her book is great because it's really easy to read. It's really transparent. And I just think that if you haven't read it, I recommend it. She talks about systems and all of those things. And also bookkeeping. She's one of the founders that has been really transparent about that was something she wished she would have done different from the beginning. Alright, pillar number six is community building and marketing. And I call it community building and not just marketing because I really like to look at customers like a community that you're building. You're not; It's not just people out there that you're selling stuff to. You are really building a community around your mission, around your why, around your vision, and you're inviting them into this thing that you have created, this world that you have created. So Our social media manager, her title is actually a community manager because, again, we look at our whole customer base as a community that we are building, that we're a part of. So on the marketing side, on the more like tech side, yes, there is email marketing. There is your social channels. Is your community on Instagram? Are they on Facebook? Are they on Pinterest? Are they on Twitter? Are they on TikTok? There's lots of different options now, but really identifying like where do your customers live so that you can meet them there. And then ad spend people have asked me if I think ad spend is a good idea. I personally am totally for ad spend you know you'll see other founders out there that will say like oh I've never paid for marketing I've never paid for PR as if somehow that makes their success more authentic and I personally don't agree with that because I as a customer have been served many ads that I have really benefited from. I think the most important one was forming the Botanica which is the formulation school that I studied formulation with. I was served an ad because you know the internet knew that I was looking for things like formulation or how to make this or how to make that. And so I was served an ad and I discovered Formula Botanica, quote unquote, discovered, right? That's what ads make us feel like. They make us feel like we are discovering something. But really, they are coming to us based off of our behaviors and our actions on the internet. So I'm super grateful for when I get targeted ads that really serve me. <laughs> Especially, you know, now I'm in a phase of, looking for inventory financing and once you know you find one then all the other ones will serve you ads. So I personally am all for ad spend. It is one of the ways that Nopaleta grew its community even pre-launch and that was by you know having really interest targeted ads served just with the logo. Again, we didn't even have a website. I was sending people to a landing page and we had hundreds of people sign up based off of just the proposition. Again, that's like the mission, the why, you know, this is what people were thinking like, okay, let me give you my email. I'm curious to know what this is about. So when I launched, we had someone to launch too. And then it just snowballs from there. So I am definitely pro. Aspen, in terms of email, that is still to this day, at the time of this recording, a tried and true way to stay in touch with your community. I know it sounds really boring and outdated, like email marketing sounds so, you know, like... 2005, but it's true. And, you know, especially because of all of the iOS 14 updates, like crashing everyone's ads, email marketing is still something that everyone leans on. So I have really seen its success with us as well. So those are the six pillars in future episodes, I'm going to kind of break down some of those pillars, you know, especially like the systems and operations and the team to really outline them in more detail. But I hope that that is helpful to give you an idea of like, here are the things that you should be thinking about. Here's if you're really trying to scale. And last, these are the things that you will need in place. All right, y'all stay strong. Visit nopalera.co to pick up your favorite self-care items for yourself and your friends join our mailing list to be the first to hear about new product launches and exclusive promotions and follow us on IG at nopalera.co. Stay resilient.